the cowboy type. You've seen him, as of many. He's the one folks look at. They note his wind-worn skin, his hat pulled low, his hands at the ready, the streaks of mud down his cheeks, and his worn-out boots. Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode 10 of the Worn Out Boots podcast. I'm your host, Drifter. Today I'm going to take you with me up to Lava Hot Springs in Idaho. Gypsy and I have talked about lava on episode 21 of the Rebel at Large podcast, if you want to know a bit more about it. I think we cover some of the surrounding areas like Soda Springs and McCammon and all that too. So anyway, I was on a short trip with a brother of mine. Uh, we got the Harleys out and headed north. If you haven't been to the area, I prefer to soak in the pools at the Haunted Hotel, which used to be a hospital on the west end of the small town. I typically stay in the KOA campground across the street or in this hotel itself. The pools close at 11 and are patrolled afterward. Yes, I know this as a fact. <laughs> there are a couple of places to eat in town. However, it seems that the Blue Moon Bar and Grill is where I end up the most, which is the setting for today's story. So there we were. No shit. All good stories begin this way, alright? My brother and I have spent our time in the pools and are hungry for probably a greasy hamburger. The Blue Moon Bar and Grill will give you exactly that. It's a dive bar, to say the least. There are pool tables, a U-shaped bar, bistro tables, and a stage you can occasionally see through the cloud of cigarette smoke lingering just above your head. Uh, we opt for a table at the southeast corner of the bar versus bellying up to the bar itself. We just got out of the soaking pools and want to sit back a bit while we bullshit and drink a beer. So our first drink down, my brother goes to grab us another round. He, my brother, he's a prime example of an extrovert. He makes a new friend every time he steps out. He likely has your phone number and is friends with you on Facebook shortly after shaking hands. <laughs> he's that kind of guy. So I wasn't too surprised that he brought back a new friend with our round of drinks. So I stand six foot tall. This fella he brings back has a good six or seven inches on me. I don't have to look up into too many people's faces. So, so squinting through his bottle-thick glasses that rest under his welder's cap turned backwards, he introduces himself and shakes my hand. Within minutes, this giant of a man is wrapping his foot around and behind his head. His boot, the size of a ceiling fan blade, is now gently tapping away next to his right ear as he inquires if we can do it. I am unable to do this. I didn't even try. Uh, he was born and raised in the area, as our discussion revealed. As he was talking about growing up there, he declared it his paradise. He looked at me and asked, Where's your paradise? This was a good question. I've traveled quite a bit throughout the states and have lived in a handful of them. I've lived where I could hear the Pacific Ocean roaring from my front room window. I've spent Christmases riding a Harley to the beach for a cigar, and I've frozen my ass off after sweating all day in the desert. Quite a few different places I've been. So my response was without hesitation nonetheless. I told him, on the road. This is still without question. Gypsy and I will drive for days, and I won't even turn on the radio. Personally, I feel the best when I'm on the move, regardless of where or even how I'm in motion. Uh, I've got the hearse. I've got a minivan that I've converted to a micro RV. I've got the Harleys. It doesn't matter. We'll drive in Gypsy's daily driver car and take a road trip. It's a lot better on gas. It doesn't matter what I'm in. 
being on the road. This is home. This is paradise. I love it. Every second of it. So that's my story. May have more of a conversation starter than a conversation of my own, yet something to ponder. Can you answer at the ready where your paradise is? We've talked about it. Time is short, my friends. Find it. Find a realistic one you can get too often. Is your home your paradise? Is just running? Exercises gym? The gym your paradise? I don't know. It's surely different for all of us. A fun aside from this story carries on with the giant. Gypsy and I were at a concert in Salt Lake City. It was at the Depot. Not my favorite venue yet. I'll take it if the show's worth it. Anyhow, we're walking in from the entrance, heading to the bar line, when this very giant that we just talked about sticks out his hand and says, Hey, don't I know you? I take his hand, and by luck, I recalled his name. When I said yes, and said his name, he about dropped his beer. He was doing this to everyone, just fucking around. Maybe trying his luck to get someone to buy the next round for him. I don't know. <laughs> it was funny. So I reiterated where and how we met. We met his companion and headed off to watch the show. But what are the chances? <laughs> funny shit. So it's been years, and I've not since seen our giant, either in Salt Lake or in Idaho. I keep an eye out all the same. Pretty fun. So... There's our uh, conversation starter. I think the, the way these episodes are turning out, maybe these are good to listen to first thing in the morning as you're heading to work. I put them out on Thursdays, so it'll get you something to carry you through the weekend with something to talk about maybe, right? At least something to ponder. So I think that's all I have for you all today. Uh, shoot me a message on the social deals or my email. All that is in the uh, show notes, at least the website links to all the social stuff. You can find me. Like I said before, it's all under Rebel at Large uh, on the Instagram, and the, there's probably a Facebook page. There's a Twitter thing out there, but I don't really use it much. But anyway, they're out there. I'd see a message if you sent it to me. So let me know. I'd love to know where your paradise is. Tell me why. I'd love to know. All right, folks. Thanks for walking with me and helping me wear out these old boots. Until next time. This drifter is a craftsman of sorts. His hands were trained as a youth, planting and planting as he watched the bone garden expand before him. In the short times between planting seasons, he learned to build walls. He's good at this. His walls were thick, dug deep, spread wide and high enough to block out the light. His walls were so good.